the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Joining me now, Patrick O'Hare, briefing.com. Mr. O'Hare, how are you? Hi, Rob. I'm doing well. Thank you. As a brief reminder to our audience, to give everyone a, a quick up-to-date, what do you do, what's your title, and why is it important at briefing.com? Sure. Uh, well, I'm the chief market analyst for briefing.com, and, and my main objective each day is to uh, essentially analyze uh, incoming data and earnings news and uh, key headlines and try to essentially explain what all of that means for briefing.com subscribers and readers, uh, distilling it down to some uh, some intraday uh, meaning as well as trying to take a step back and uh, uh, provide some perspective on what it could ultimately mean when joined with other factors for the for the longer term or uh, the big picture outlook, if you will. So um, always have something to do every day because the headlines are new every day, and it's um, one of the main reasons why I love what I do. It is kind of fun. I I'm a shadow a shadow of what you do, but in financial media, I get to talk about market records and how to invest, and I keep it pretty simple and you know, stupid at times, but it is pretty wonderful to like study like, ooh, the price of oil is up for this reason or that reason. It keeps you young, I think. Would you agree? Yeah, you know, it, it's good to know what's going on in the world. <laughs> and uh, it's good to, you know, try to get to an understanding of all of those various factors that uh, that make the financial world go around anyway. And as we've seen, uh, obviously, through good times and bad, what happens in the financial world does, in fact, have uh, some real true impact on the uh, the, quote, the real world. Uh, and um, and sometimes are better than others, but you have to understand what's going on in the financial markets. I think to have a true appreciation for you know why you might not be able to sell a house or why it might be a lot easier to sell a house um, and and things like that. Yeah, it's um it's a good skill to have to talk money. Uh, I saw today that the investment industry trade group is trying to kill a California bill that would make retirement savings accounts and universal benefit and. I don't get it. Like, why don't we have 401ks mandatory in the United States? Like, other countries make people save for retirement automatically, and here we're kind of nonchalant, and we say, ah, Social Security will be okay, and we see the numbers, and they're scary. So it's a good skill to have. Yep. So what are you seeing in the world of investing? What's the – I saw market highs recently, Mm -hmm. but are those summertime market highs on low volume, or are they real market highs? Well, I do think that they are real market highs. Um, we're seeing um, volume move in fits and starts. You know, so yesterday was obviously a very light day of of, of volume. Um, Friday was not. You know, Friday was 
higher than what we've seen in recent averages, and that that is what you would like to see, frankly, off the heels of a very uh, decent uh, employment report. Um, so, so that was good to see. But, um, but I think you're seeing it move in fits and starts in terms of the uh, the participation factor here, because um, you have a market that's you know highly valued. Um, you still have interest rates that are low. But I think that uh, there's a healthy appreciation for um, uh, for the risk reward dynamic in here. Um, I think you've got uh, money managers who are underinvested and are still sitting on good amount of cash, which are you know forced to chase this benchmark up, uh, which kind of creates this impression that there's this, this uh, relentless bid in the market, you know, where you won't get a real big sell-off because. Um, you know, there's a lot of cash ready to be deployed and is getting deployed because these underinvested managers are somewhat fearful, of, you know, of underperforming their benchmark. But at the same time, uh, everyone does appreciate that, you know, you're at a high valuation here and is, is and is a, I think, cognizant that you're there because there's been some artificial price support uh, provided by, you know, the very accommodative monetary policy, which is basically forced a lot of people, you know, into the stock market. And so they're, they're cognizant that the, that the, uh, the risk factor involved here should something go wrong, and, and no one knows what that something could be. But, you know, um, if something does go wrong that is, you know, maybe outside the Fed's control, uh, you could have a very uh, nasty sell-off. And I think people are worried really about uh, the market getting disconnected here between uh, the fundamentals and, and, and stock prices at the moment. As we move out of, I guess, second quarter earnings into the third quarter, how are you feeling in hindsight from what you've seen from us in the second quarter earnings? Yeah, well, you know, I can say that I think it, it has panned out exactly as I expected it to, and a lot of people did. So the thing with, you know, the earnings reporting period is that you always see analysts uh, drop their numbers, uh, you know, going into the period. And, and what it does is it creates a really low bar of expectations that becomes very easy for these companies to hurl when they have the capacity to, uh, through share buyback activity in particular, to, to sort of, you know, to quote, beat the numbers. Um, you know, second quarter earnings, you know, despite all of these better than expected results, are still projected to decline 2.4% year over year. Um, that's you know not a great thing in an absolute sense, but relative to the you know five percent or so decline expected at the start of the reporting period, it qualifies as good news. And so, so it has turned out better than expected, which is usually the case. Uh, but what gets lost in that mix, I think, uh, is that you've seen third quarter estimates, fourth quarter estimates, and calendar 2016 estimates come down. Uh, at the same time, the market's been cheering these better than expected second quarter earnings. So. So it's a little bit of what I'm, I drive to when you when you talk about the uh, growing disconnect between um, stock prices and fundamentals. You know, it's it's counterintuitive to see stock prices go up uh, to record highs when earnings are not only declining but earnings estimates uh, for future quarters are coming down. Um, so something to to keep in mind, and and obviously this market seems to be riding this idea that earnings growth will will potentially pick up to the point and catch up to where valuations are and to justify them at these current levels. And so, um, you know, there's been that patient mindset for some time now, obviously, because the Fed keeps uh, doing what it can to uh, try to <laughs> jumpstart economic growth, and which 
hopefully stronger levels of economic growth will lead to better earnings growth. It hasn't come to fruition yet, but that's the thinking, I think, that's helping to prop up uh, the market. So President Obama is going to go down in history for Obamacare, and during his eight years of presidency, health care companies have done very, very well. Do you see anything coming from the presidential candidates that we could invest in to play the system, so to speak? Um, well, you know, obviously it's kind of it seems to be the, the Republican rallying cry to, you know, repeal Obamacare if they get the opportunity to do it. Uh, so, um, you know, if you have a Republican president matched with a Republican Congress, uh, then, you know, you have to be uh, aware that there could be some, you know, payback, uh, so to speak, within those health care stocks that have done very well under Obamacare. Um, and then uh, it sounds like the Democrats are are, are, are trying to uh, work towards some reform of, you know, drug pricing and, and uh, things of that nature, medical care costs and the like. Um, whether that can be carried out as a, as a remains to be seen and it might be a difficult undertaking if you have a Democratic president matched with a Republican-controlled Congress. So, um, you know, I think we talked about this last week or maybe the week before that, Rob. I mean, I just I just think that this election, the way that it's unfolding, is that you're going to have a market that uh, kind of bounces around uh, leading into this election, but ultimately, until you know the, the actual outcome and the congressional makeup as well, uh, it will then show, you know, more, I think, uh, conviction behind some of these, uh, quote, uh, political trades. Uh, but until then, I, I think it's just kind of like trying to bide its time and almost ignore what it's hearing from some, <laughs> the boilerplate it's hearing from, uh, from the candidates. I don't know. I kind of believe Trump when he says he's going to get GDP up to 4%. <laughs> A lot of healthy sarcasm all, thrown in we there. You can all wish, huh? <laughs> Invest in CMEX in case he does get in. Build that wall. Um, right. Off topic, what else are you working on in the world of investing? What's on your plate that you find interesting that you're going to be publishing soon? Well, you know, it, um, I'm going to start digging into, I think, and you, you alluded to it a little bit earlier when you talked about kind of Social Security sort of being in a mess of a situation here, right? And okay. and I've been pondering here why you know the market continues to just sort of kind of ignore these really big, important issues, right? So you not only have Social Security that's a problem, you have, you know, un funded pensions, um, you have a national debt that's, you know, uh, high and, and getting higher, um, you have low fertility rates, um, you know, there's a lot going on out there that the market just kind of is sort of just trying not to think about, I think. Uh, and at what point, you know, does it really come home to roost? Maybe never, but uh, there's some big issues <laughs> in <need> tackling. <laughs> so, uh, Isn't the right be- answer, after I die? Right, so so I may just delve into kind of like some of those big picture issues that we need to be mindful of, and you can't just uh, whistle past the graveyard with that. You're killing me with that kind of pessimism. <laughs> but <laughs> with that said, what do you uh, any you watching the Olympics or there? Would you ever invest in a story like a Nike or an Under Armour tied towards the Olympics because they do very well during that period of time? Well, they do, um, but you know I think that just holds them out as you know day trading vehicles if you're, if you're playing that angle. But um, you know okay. uh, Nike obviously has a longstanding success story. Under Armour is doing very well. Um, the whole athletic leisure uh, group seems to be uh, doing well these days, and so you know I wouldn't look at it uh, more making an investment just because of what's happening in the Olympics. You'd look at it more so you know what's going on with trends in the industry and and what's going on around the globe that's going to impact the earnings results for those respective companies. 
Thanks so much. As always, you're wonderful and insightful. It's Patrick O'Hare with Briefing.com. You can find him at Briefing.com. It is a full-fledged, full-out website dedicated towards international and domestic investing, uh, non-biased sources. There's day trading ideas. There's technical ideas. There's a lot of breaking news and reports from analysts. Solid site. Check it out at Briefing.com. That's Briefing.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.